Thank you.
forum, I'm going to show a quick film about uh, how to see the open things that we do. And I will be there after the service this morning so we can talk some more about that. Some years back, I used to work near downtown Crossing in Boston. Sometimes over lunch, I would go out for a walk around the shops and through the commons. It felt good to get out of the office, especially on a nice summer day or in the fall when the leaves would change color. Now there was a man who would sit on the commons with his dog and he had a cardboard sign asking for help. I, I also thought it would be a good idea if we could bring him a small pack of dogs and give it to him. I don't want to bring the man in because, well, the dog was a innocent victim of the situation, but the man should, you know, just get a job like everyone else. I somehow blamed him for his predicament. I mean, why couldn't he just get on with it? What was he waiting for? Why couldn't he just quit drinking or quit being lazy or whatever his problem was? You know, just pull himself up by his bootstraps and get over it. Why should I help him? And I need to write things for myself. I felt the same way when I would walk home towards South Station and people would ask me for money. I remember thinking that if I gave money to everyone who asked, soon I too would be out there grateful. I've come to learn that my initial reactions to people in need are very common. Many of us tend to believe that people can and should help themselves out of their predicaments. We wonder why don't they just try harder? And we believe the myth that they have chosen to live the way that they do. But really, given appropriate options, who would choose to live outside during the Boston winter? Many of us also respond out of the sense of our own scarcity, believing that if we give and give and give, that we will end up and need ourselves. The level of need out there simply feels overwhelming. It's too much, too much for any one of us to tackle alone. And so we cope by trying to afford it. When we walk by people hanging on the street, we often look away and pretend we don't see them. We stay engaged in our conversations with our companions, or we pretend to be talking to ourselves. Sometimes I think, I think that we're afraid that if we really look that person in the eye and recognize their humanity, that we might recognize something of ourselves in them. If we get to know their story, that we might hear something of our own story. If we come to know the person and to be known by them, that we might recognize our own frailty and vulnerability in theirs. I might realize that by a couple of twists of faith or by a couple of wrong turns, that could be me standing there with the cardboard sign and the paper cup. And that's just too scary to think about. So instead, it's easier to draw things back line between me and him to become us and them, to commit them to another category that is different from us. Instead of us all being people, children of God, fellow travelers on this earth with many of the same vulnerabilities, we are the blessed, they are the homeless, or the needy, or the less fortunate. And they them seem 
coming to meet him at some day. I think we all as a society, and especially as people of faith, whether we put our faith in the grace of God or the goodness of humanity, we have some culpability in the fact that people sleep on the street. We have let our economy become one where even people who do have a steady income, whether from work, disability insurance, or public assistance, still cannot afford a safe, decent place to live. The solution to homelessness is housing. Not just shelter, but safe, affordable, stable housing. It's necessary for every human being, regardless if they are able to work, regardless if they have a physical, mental, or addiction-related disability. Housing is a basic human need and a basic human right. If our families, communities, and churches were better safe than this, and were willing to carry people, even when they can't pull themselves up by their footsteps, even when they are dealing with drugs and things we don't like to talk about, alcoholism, mental illness, or poverty, if we could model our actions after God's economy, where grace is freely given and never earned, then none of us, even the most vulnerable of us, would ever have to experience homelessness. Since I have come to know people who experience homelessness and material need, I have come to fill some of my own spiritual needs, even ones I didn't know that I had. I have discovered great freedom in learning from my congregation who carried all of their material belongings with them, just how little I actually need. I feel honored to associate with people who are outcast and marginalized to wash their feet just like Jesus did. Lastly, I have been entrusted with some very difficult stories which help me to remember that the thing we all need, we all need love. Because the common theme among these stories is tragedy. Whether it's from abuse, war, accident, or illness, or some combination of all the above. Substance abuse, mental illness, usually depression, are often involved, sometimes as a contributing factor to their homelessness, or sometimes as a result of their experience of homelessness. In the face of all of that, many people have simply given up, and often don't believe that they deserve anything better than what they have. So why should they try? If this feels uncomfortable and overwhelming for you to hear about, think of how it feels for the people who are living it. But there's good news. At Common Cathedral, we form supportive spiritual community to help people rise above the despair and hopelessness they feel so that they can advocate for themselves to receive the basic necessities of life. We meet them where they are, on the streets, and try to help them find hope through witnessing to God's love. Our ministers, volunteers, and prayer congregations build relationships with the poorest people of Boston to walk with them on their journey and to be the embracing, loving family that they need. Everyone, everyone needs a place where they are known by their name and where they can feel safe and loved and valued. Common Cathedral is that place 
God, I seek to be brought again to the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. May he be perfect in every good work, and do God's will. 